everyone! Welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels, a transgender podcast journal where I share past experiences and new situations as I slowly step out of the closet to free myself from the tie and live my life completely in the high heels. I'm Jamie, your hostess and friendly neighborhood trans lesbian, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, all my beautiful listeners. It has been a hot minute, has it not? Uh, Today is Tuesday, the 25th of July, 2023. I'm sorry that I have been away so long. We have had a lot of crap that we have been going through emotionally, physically. Um, It's been exhausting. Um, It's been hot uh, outside. And a lot of the stuff that we've been doing has been outside and to the point where I have, um, I've had some back twinges. Thanks to, thank you to Mr. Arthritis who has, uh, camped out on my lower back and hips. So it's been fun to say the very least. It's been a blast. Um, there's just been a lot. I mean, I can go through it all. Um, literally it's just uh, to glaze it on over. Um, I ended up, we were gutting the house. We, uh, D and I were just really tired of dealing with all the crap that we have. Um, I think I've explained this before in, uh, previous, uh, episodes, but you know, when we got together, we got married and we started dating when I was in my late thirties, we were both in our late thirties and we got married in our early forties. So it was a situation that was like, okay, well, she's got a whole house full of crap. I've got a whole house full of crap. And then my mom moved in and then she got ill and then, of course, you know, passed away. So that means that everything that she had, also a house full of crap and then some because mom is a little bit of a hoarder, not going to lie. That all had to come into the house. And on top of the fact that because Dee and I had been living together, we were creating another house full of stuff. So it was just like literally four houses full of stuff. Uh, crammed in one small townhome. And it was a situation where we were just like, we were both, we looked at each other and just fed up. We were tired, um, tired of living like that. And so there's just a lot been going on. So in the past couple of weeks, since we have last spoken, I have missed you terribly because, uh, having somebody extra to talk to has been, um, really missed. So once again, I'm going to thank you for the therapy that you provide me because you are wonderful and beautiful people. And I really appreciate you downloading um, the podcast. But the other thing is that I have in along with gutting our house, we've worked with a local estate group in order to be able to sell some stuff. We've donated a whole bunch of stuff. We've thrown out a whole bunch of stuff. We have probably... Um, you know, the plastic storage bins that you can get at like Target or other places, you know what I mean? Like the big ones, like a small dog bath type of thing. We have probably, I want to say a good eight or nine of them filled with shreddable material that we have to slowly over the course of the next, I don't know how many months, uh, and paydays be able to pay a little as we go in order to be able to get all that stuff shredded. 
which is my God. Um, <laughs> so uh, along with all of this, we have also ended up finding um, some things that we wanted to sell because I knew the estate sale would just sort of group it all together, not really give it any look, and it could be of value. And what I'm finding out is that there's a lot of value going on. And so I was really kind of surprised at like all the crap that I have kept over my 50 years worth of, of existence and my 40 years worth of actually knowing what the hell I wanted and being able to hang on to it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's collectible and valuable. And I didn't really realize, I mean, and I'm talking everything from my action figures that I have, my comic books that I've had, um, all of that stuff. And so Dee and I decided that we were going to start an eBay store. And so that has been something that we've really tried to, over the past few weeks, gotten a hold of, taking pictures, talking with friends, trying to figure out the best way to get things going. Um, and anyway, it's taken up a lot of time. <laughs> And I'm still trying to, the book is almost done uh, on top of everything. I'm trying to get the book finished and edited. And I've got, I'm on the fourth edit now, the fourth and final edit that I will do before I start sending it out to uh, hopefully try to get some representation. Uh, I would love to get a literary agent. Um, and uh, yeah, um, um, there's just a lot going on. So we're staying busy. We're staying really busy. And at the same time, I'm trying to hold down a, a I guess, a part-time job. Um, I, I'm thinking that probably if I could, if I do it right, I could probably make it a full-time job. But I don't think that my back and, and uh, because I have to stand all day uh, at this job and not sit down, I think that it would be, uh, my back is limiting me. I have the endurance in order to be on my feet all day long. Whether or not my back actually decides to cooperate or not is a completely different thing. So kids, I'm going to tell you, getting old blows. I'm not going to lie. It sucks. Um, and, but uh, it, you got to deal with what you got. So got to keep moving, got to keep doing what you're doing. <sighs> Let's see. Um... I don't think I've glazed over anything. That's really the big things that we've been trying to do. Um, I've been trying to gear up Harry Rump for uh, Halloween, which you start selling for Halloween in August. So I've got a new line of that stuff going on. And for all of you who have liked and followed uh, Harry, I've, I've neglected Harry very much. So my rump, my Harry Rump is, is being neglected as well. I need to show my Harry Rump some attention. But um, I really appreciate you all's support um, and uh, in following us. I've got 24 followers now, so I'm really, really, really happy. Um, it's a great start. Need more. Just pass on the word. I'm trying to make sure that I've got some uh, good, good designs that are out there that will appeal to everybody. Um, I've got a, uh, a new Halloween line that I'm going to start up. Uh, hopefully within the second week of August, if I have my druthers about everything. Um, and I hope that it will be something that people will like. Um, and again, just trying, there's a lot going on. 
And unfortunately, you all have suffered because you haven't been able to hear my melodious voice for three weeks. So I figured, damn it, I got to get my ass in gear in order to be able to get a podcast out. I need to, this is my therapy. I need time for myself. I have my tea that you heard me sip at the beginning. (laughs) Again, I'm three. Okay, I have the humor of a three-year-old. So it's... I just think that type of stuff is funny, but I have my ginger and lemon tea. I've got my water and I now have my therapy session talking to you beautiful people. And again, I cannot thank you enough for downloading this episode and downloading the other episodes that you've done before. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come into your ears and be a part of your life for a half hour. So on to with all that catch up uh, along, um, let's get on to the topic of today, which is do I sound feminine? Now, this is not what you think it, it is. Um, as far as my voice is concerned, I've kind of I, I know that I have voiced my and, and aired my frustration with my voice that I don't believe um, that I sound that feminine. Um, that my tone, I'm, I'm kind of, when I did a few tests as far as what vocal range I go into or like the hertz or whatever, the decibels where I'm at, I am kind of in the androgynous zone. I'm not really masculine, but I'm not really feminine either. And I'm not going to sit there and try and go, hi there, what's everybody doing? Oh my God. I'm not going to do that. Um, if I'm trying to act stupid, yes, I do that because I know that makes me sound stupid. And it's stupid of me to try to do that. Um, (laughs) But so therefore, it's a situation where I'm just trying to be myself. This is a comfortable voice for me. And I'm fine with that. The part that I'm talking about of do I sound feminine is I recently had someone, a friend of mine, we were talking and we had hung out for a while. And it's like an associate. I mean, I would consider him a friend, but I mean, I work with them. So they're a coworker, but you know, we're, it's a nice coworker. We get along, we tell jokes, that type of stuff. And I asked my coworker, I was like, do, and this was after I should preface this with an event where I got hemmed at work. And again, I don't really, I'm, I'm really proud of myself because I don't let that shit bother me that much. It's like, I really can't, I have to understand, I have not gotten my legal name changed. I'm still waiting on the frickin' state police in order for them to give me my clearance so I can actually start that process with the courts, which is a pain in the ass. Have I mentioned how much of a pain in the ass it is? Oh, my God. Um, So I'm waiting for that. So I don't even let the him, you know, if someone's going to be that ignorant, it's like, okay, whatever, just ignore it and move on. I've got better shit to do. And I have you all who have really kind of validated my, her, she, hers thing. So I'm cool. I'm totally cool. Anyway, after that, I ended up talking to, because my friend is very supportive and like really cool. And and one of the other questions that they ended up asking me, and I think I talked about this in a a previous episode was, is that they really wanted to know my story. Like what made me transition? How did I know that this was for me? How did I know that this was what I wanted to do with my life? And so we got to talking about the situation and everything else and, you know, how just kind of ridiculous it was. And then the question came up and and it was just because I was curious. I asked him, I said, do you think I sound feminine or do you think I'm presenting feminine? 
he goes, well, and I said, oh, God. And it ended up being a situation where he says, yes, you are. He goes, when I look at you, you're a woman. This is what I see. I see you as a woman. He goes, but, and even when you like just talk regular, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what regular means, but like if you just talk a little bit about work or whatever, you're fine. Yes, you're you're feminine and everything's good. It's when somebody, when you really start to open up with someone is when it starts to blur a line. And I said, well, wait a minute. I'm not sure I quite, I, I fully understand that. You're going to have to, <laughs> you're going to have to define that for me. And he said, well, he goes, you know, he was in the army. I was in the army. We, there's a banter that goes on with soldiers and anyone who's been in uh, the armed forces anywhere, I'm sure this goes for any country's armed forces. There will be a banter. Uh, there will be a um, a type of rapport that you are going to have with a fellow soldier. And so because he has served, I've served, we've both been in the army. And we have that, there's a rapport that we have. So there's an openness that you can kind of be. And so... He had mentioned, he said, yeah, when he goes, when we start talking about military and we start sharing our stories, our military stories and everything, it's, it's, you're telling me in a feminine voice, but in a guy way. And I'm, I'm really starting to get confused at this point. And he said, you don't, he goes verbally, when you tell these stories, you don't, you're not acting feminine. And I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. So basically after we debated this back and forth and I was really trying to understand, I don't talk about topics the way that other females would talk about, or I don't, I mention or I bring up topics that females would not typically talk about that are, they're personal, they're private or they're, um, you know, dick jokes or whatever the case may be. I end up, I, I do that. And I never even thought about that. It's just like, I'm just being me. This is my sense of humor. <laughs> but it comes across as not being feminine because it's not what a female would normally talk about. You would not see, you know, like me being candid about how my nuts are the size of raisins right now. The fact that I even have nuts or I call them my muffins. You know, it's it's stuff like that that a female is not a typical female is not going to mention. And this is him explaining it to me. And I'm like, ah, okay. And it's because like even the military stories, I did that. I experienced the military in a male role. And so the only experiences that I have are not feminine, but they're masculine, which does all that masculine stuff. So even if I'm describing all that masculine stuff and sharing those stories, but using a feminine voice, it's still coming across as me not being as feminine as I would like to be. This is extremely confusing. And if you are keeping up with me, kudos, you all are awesome. But hopefully you're starting to understand what I'm talking about. So my whole question is, is that can I not... <sighs> Do I change the way that I talk? Do I change my sense of humor? Because I've kind of been out there as far as my sense of humor is concerned. 
I am a social misfit to the point to where I like making others laugh. And when I'm uncomfortable, I crack jokes. I crack inappropriate jokes because that's what I did when I was a male. I cracked semi-inappropriate jokes, which were borderline, you know, innuendo-ish. And I still, even though I, I played the part as a male, I still find, you know, I, I can turn just about any conversation into something sexual innuendo-ish, you know? Um, and so I do. Does that mean, okay, I have to abandon all that and find a new way in order for me to express my humor to where it's not as masculine of a way of what I've been doing, I, I guess. And I'm really kind of perplexed. I, this has given me a lot of stress just for the fact that I, I've been very, very nervous since we've had the conversation is that, uh, and I've, again, it hasn't deterred me from continuing to be myself. I'm still on the fence. It's like, okay, do I make this change? Do I change the way that I, my patterns in which I find humor, express humor, or just any old conversation, being able to add to any conversation. Apparently there's, there's things, the ways in which I do that, that are still coming across as masculine, but it's two people that I regularly come out to, or I feel more comfortable with, which makes me extremely nervous because I'm wondering if other people that I am close to, and some of you may be listening to this podcast, but some of those of you that I am close to, I do, do you feel the same way? Or even the listeners who don't know me personally, you've known me to talk like this all the time <laughs> because you've been downloading my podcast. So after hearing so many podcasts, is my friend correct in saying that, yes, I present female, not a problem. But when I start delving into personal crap and I start opening up a little bit more to someone, does that all go away? Am I showing more of a masculine type of a thing? Uh, I mean, my friend reassured me that it wasn't like, no, you don't look like a guy in a dress, which was a huge relief because that is one of my, that's kind of a big worry for me. But... Again, it's my own phobia that I put on my, my own body shaming and dysphoria that I have. It it's it literally it's self-inflicted. Um, but it's a situation to where I still worry. But yeah, I'm not quite sure the impact that that comment or our conversation should have on me. And I'm really, really worried as to whether or not, I mean, I don't know whether or not I can, and I've tried. Here's the thing. I've tried to think about, all right, how do I tell this story? Or how do I tell this one particular topic or, or in, introduce or talk about this one particular topic? And a lot of times I come up with, you don't. You don't say anything. So, okay, I'm already socially awkward to begin with. I, I... You know, I can bullshit my way out of anything, but my bullshitting, I guess, is coming across more masculine. So it, my defense, my one defense mechanism socially um, <laughs> means that, you know, if, if I, here's my thing. All right. 
I know I've started this thought like four different times, but let me break it down. So here's what I'm talking about. I, I will paint a scenario. I'm at a party with people that I associate with. People that, okay, yes, I know them, but I don't like hang out. We don't go get drinks. We don't hang around the water cooler, you know, this type of thing. So I, I'm still friendly with them because they're people that I see on a regular basis at these gatherings or um, through work or something along those lines. But I, again, I am not really, really, uh, I don't want to say intimate. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, that, that I am not closely valued and, or, you know, a lot of effort has been put into a friendship. We don't hang. All right. God, I don't know why I'm having such a trouble, uh, such trouble saying this, but so I, I end up having, I engage in conversation with them or they come up and they say something to me because they're a little bit more forward and out there than I am. Now, my social defense, because this is a, a, an uncomfortable situation for me, but I don't want to look like a complete nutter creep and not say anything to them or whatever. My first line of defense is to make them laugh or enter into conversation and look for opportunities in order for me to drop um, one-liners or let my quick wit play off of what they've said and throw in something funny. Because again, it's the whole bully mentality. If you have the bullies laughing or you, you know, if you keep them smiling and you, you entertain them, they don't pick on you, you know? So this is a similar situation, I guess. I'm looking at this person that I sometimes associate with who's wanting to come and engage in, in conversation with me I look at them as a bully. <laughs> Subconsciously, maybe. Again, I, I don't have any hatred towards this individual like I would a bully. But again, it's an uncomfortable social situation. So what do I do? Keep them laughing. And then when I and I do that enough, I do the old... The, the big thing with comedy when you do stand-up is leave them wanting more. So you get a couple of zingers. They laugh a few times. And then you let out a really good one that gets a good laugh. And that's your cue. Get the fuck out of the conversation. Hey, I got to go get a drink. I'll talk with you later. It's been great seeing you. And then you're out. <laughs> this is what I do. Now, because I had this conversation with my friend who tells me that that all my sense of humor is very male and it comes out as very male instead of female. It sounds it's it's he said it's very weird hearing I'm looking at a female, but then hearing a male. <sighs> so that means that whole scenario, let's just replay it. Because I'm so confused, I'm at this gathering, and same person comes up, starts having a conversation with me. And I am losing my shit because I don't know how to make them laugh. I don't know what I can do that would be feminine enough or a feminine type of way in order to make them laugh. And without going to an extreme male th uh, thought of a stereotype of female. You know, I, I don't know. I... I So many males that I've talked to, sorry, my throat was getting dry. So, so many thing, males that I've talked to, you, I mean, if you sat there and go, what do women talk about? I don't know, pantyhose, periods, kids, marriage, sex, maybe not sex. 
Maybe they're, they're, they're soap operas or gossip around town, who's fucking who, you know, that type of thing. These are all kind of stereotypical. Does it happen? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, it probably does, but it's not everything that women talk about. But those are what males think about. And unfortunately, because that has been drilled, I've played the spy, I've played the male part, that's all I know when I sat there and started thinking, well, how do I present myself more feminine? Do they really talk like that? And because I'm a semi, you know, a social introvert, I don't know. I haven't been in enough female click niche social situations enough in order for me to know why, because I'm so goddamn introverted. <coughs> Excuse me. God, what's going on? Mm. So I, I, I can <laughs> panic and I probably end up saying, you know, something about being in a female bathroom. That is not, that's not, a, I don't believe I'm not classifying that now is that's male humor. Man, oh man, because all the female standups that I talk about, talk about, you know, they talk about intimate things about their their sex life or clothing or, you know, again, some of the even just about other types of those stereotypical type of things that you that you, you know, the way women are, you know, perceive men, men perceive women, the differences between our genders. I'm very confused and I'm very nervous. And it's like, OK, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing until I figure out a new way to be. If I'm wrong, I would really, really, really appreciate you all. You, a lot of people have remained quiet on me when I've asked for help before, but I really could use some help and guidance on this because I don't know if I'm coming across. I would like your opinion about how do I sound? Do I sound like I am? My sense of humor is male. Am I coming across male? As you know, what basically is it that, you know, you see me as um, a female and I'm presenting female, but the words coming out of my mouth and the way that I'm describing it and the humor that I'm adding into it is all very male. I mean, I like fart jokes. And I can't get over that. That's my, that, <laughs> that's who I am. <sighs> anyway, uh, you can just imagine my my nervousness with all of this. Um, but it's thrown me for a huge loop. I would really appreciate if you all could drop me a line and let me know, um, or join the, uh, go to our website at, uh, tieinhighheels.com, join the T2H, uh, group. And I have just figured out new content that I'm going to start putting up there. Um, and again, yet another thing that I've been neglecting uh, is our website, and I need to change that really, really bad. So I'm, pl I'm just be patient with me, if y'all don't mind. I, I, I'm trying. There's a lot of things going on at one time. ADHD sets in, and I just sort of like zero in on the thing that I'm doing. And next thing I know, nine hours has passed, and you know I'm stuck to my chair because my legs won't move anymore. So yeah. Just be patient. I'm I'm trying, but I really could use this because this is something that weighs in the back of my mind every single day that I wake up and I'm nervous now. I don't want to open my mouth and say something wrong, but 
I know it's a, you know, I try to go with the mantra, you be you, you do you. And, you know, people are going to have to just accept you the way you are or not. And I already know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I get that. 100%. But, I mean, sometimes I can't even stand myself. But <laughs> I just, I don't know. My goal is I want to present myself feminine. I'm an old bitch. I'm getting old. Let's put it that way. I'm a getting old bitch. And I am okay with presenting myself in such a manner. Totally okay with that. I'm cool. However, <laughs> I would like to present myself as a feminine getting old bitch. I don't know. Anyway, I can sit here and stew about it all night. But anyway, we're coming up on our half hour worth and I know time is up. So as always, thank you, my beautiful listeners, for listening. And again, thank you so much for my therapy session. I needed to speak with you for the longest time and I miss being here. I'm so glad I'm back now. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all have, uh, you know, not lost sleep. I doubt very seriously you've lost sleep because of me not being here, but I'm I'm hoping that you all are are as grateful for me getting a new even a remotely as grateful for me getting a new episode out as I am actually being able to produce one. So it's definitely definitely something I needed to do for a while. So thank you for the therapy. I look forward to talking with you all again really really soon. Until then, toodles. If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few ways you can help us continue making great content. You can buy us a coffee at buymecoffee.com forward slash Harry Rump. You can purchase some quality shirts and accessories at Harry Rump's House of Stuff or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Harry Rump's House of Stuff. You can also do all those and contact us on our website at tyinhighheels.com. You can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at tyinhighheels. And don't forget to give us a review on iTunes. And email all of your comments and questions at jamie, J-A-I-M-E-E, at tyinhighheels.com. And as always, happy listening! Happy listening!